Hey, this is Mike Zwick from If Not For God podcast. Our show, Stories of Hopelessness Turned Into Hope. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Absalom? You're not Absalom, I'm Absalom. The question is, who are you? Alice. We shall see. What do you mean by that? I ought to know who I am. Yes, you ought, stupid girl. What am I? Several stories high. Knowing I'm on the street where you live. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show. I say this calls for action and now. I said you were not hardly Alice, but you're much more her now. In fact, you're almost Alice. Even so, I couldn't slay the Jabberwocky if my life depended on it. It will. So I suggest you keep the Vorpal Sword on hand when the Fraptious Day arrives. I I can't help you if you don't even know who you are, stupid girl. I'm not stupid. My name is Alice. I live in London. I have a mother named Helen and a sister named Margaret. My father was Charles Kingsley. He had a vision that stretched halfway around the world and nothing ever stopped him. I'm his daughter. I'm Alice Kingsley. Alice, at last. You were just as dim-witted the first time you were here. You called it Wonderland, as I recall. People stop and stare, they don't bother me, for there's nowhere else on earth that I would rather be. This place is real, so are you and so is the Hatter. And the Jabberwocky. Remember, the Vorpal Sword knows what it wants. All you have to do is hold on to it. street where you live for 2023 how fun is this new year's eve like 2022 i got my good friend bob young from 109 you put my christian junkyard guy bob welcome it's to the street to be here this morning brother the street where you live for 2023 yes that was an exceptionally long intro and exceptionally cryptic just the way i like it <laughs> Because I think I, I just have no way of explaining all that God has given me to give you without sharing that idea how so much of our life is mimicked by that idea of Alice in Wonderland trying to understand her identity, right? As she didn't even know who she was. But she found out there, if you listen carefully, Absalom finally said, ah, Alice at last, after she said she was a daughter, 
and she was a daughter of a man with an unbelievable vision, and she was a daughter, like you are, of the king. I mean, you really, really are. And so, no doubt, like 2022, the Jabberwocky is likely to come calling this year. And the journey requires that you know who you are, Alice, at last. She knew how to hold the verbal sword. Do you know him? Or when did you sense he longed? I mean, he longs to be on the street where you live. So today's show, New Year's Eve 2023, I... I I have to tell you, as you might imagine, that is brought to you by a Hebrew letter. And so what perfect letter to, to, to illustrate today than the letter het, which you may know is the eighth letter. And it's the whole reason. As I started out my year in 2022, I ask for a word of the year. That's what I do every year. And no, I'm not going to tell you what it is for 2023 yet, but I will. I already know what it is. But I'm going to tell you what it was in 2022 was the word delight. And I was delighting in the fact that I was finishing memorizing the, the 20, uh, 119th Psalm. And I was in the, the process of doing that as I entered in 2022. But the more I worked on the 119th Psalm, the more I realized it was critical that I understood what the word statutes means. Because all through it, King David said time and time and again that, oh, if I could learn these statutes. Oh, and, and we're talking about David. If he didn't know the statutes, I mean, what, what chance do I have, right? And, and so the, the word statutes begin with that letter het. And that letter het is the eighth letter in the Hebrew alphabet, which is significant because the eight is the number of miracles. It was on the eighth day that Jesus was called Jesus, by the way, when he was circumcised. And then it was on the eighth day that you might remember if you go check out the passage where he was transfigured, it was after eight days. After he told him, some of you here are not going to see death before you see the kingdom of God. Eight days later, the transfiguration. And then for Thomas, you might know, he said, you know, that I won't believe that Jesus is resurrected until I stick my hand in his side and my finger in the holes in his hands. Guess how many days it was from that statement until... Jesus appeared to Thomas. It was eight days, and it is the miracle thing. And so when I discovered that the Song of Solomon had eight chapters, I was like, ka-ching. I know where I'm going, and in so of May of 2022, I began to delight in the Song of Solomon. And the reason I was delighting in the Song of Solomon is, number one, I, I knew that it had eight chapters, and I knew it was going to tell me something about statutes, but also there's a verse that's in the second chapter that had been my delight for years and years. And this verse goes like this. Behold, my beloved is like a roe or a young heart. He stands behind my wall, gazing through the window, peering through the lattice, glistening. And as I, as I saw that years ago, I realized that, man, there used to be this girl, and I want you to think back. This is critical today's show for your understanding of where the street we live in 2023. There was a girl, the first girl I ever just was totally smitten with. Her name was Susan Siemens. And I I was so in love with this girl. It was un, I, you know, as, as a young boy, you're not really all that in touch with your heart until all of a sudden something happens, like you start to notice girls. And this girl just, she just, and she was my square dancing partner, Bob. 
in, in high school, you know, and boy, when we got to do see do it was fun, I'm telling you, <laughs> and I figured out where she lived, man, and so I would go down there just like the, my fair lady, man, I would just go down there in hopes that the, the pavement, you know, it always stayed beneath my feet before, but I was just going down there in hope that, that, that I would see Susan come out the door, and I was so smitten, it was unbelievable. My question to you is, did you have that happen in your life, where all of a sudden you were like, ka-ching, this is like, man. Well, as I was reading that passage years ago in the Song of Solomon, all of a sudden it hit me that A, I was a stalker, and B. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wasn't going to verbalize that. Glad you did. <laughs> but B, oh, Jesus is a stalker. I mean, he, he is, behold, he's behind your wall, gazing through your window. He, he's trying to get a look at you. He wants to be on the street where you live, okay? And, and a great deal part of you understanding who you are for 2023 and to be able to slay the Jabberwocky is, has to do with you realizing that Jesus is that smitten with you. I mean, it's just absolutely critical. And so we're going to get to more of that, Bob. But as we are doing this, I mean, uh, my, my big question and where I want you to call in today and share, because that's what this show is. It's a live show. And we want to hear, when did you realize that Jesus was that smitten with you? You didn't maybe see it in the Song of Solomon, but you saw it somehow or another. And when you saw it, you're like, oh my gosh, he's madly in love with me. How could this be? How could how could he have fallen for with all the shenanigans that I've pulled in my life? Like, how in the world could that happen? 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. We would love to hear your on the street where you live moment. 866-348-7884, or maybe that time that you fell madly in love, like, Bob, how did it happen for you? Well, I'm not going to go there quite yet, but <laughs> the the part that of the intro that got to me is uh, Alice trying to figure out who she was, because I've had some things happen in very recently that's, that's kind of got me wondering, you know, exactly who am I and what am I supposed to stand for and where am I supposed to be and, and you know, what what adjustments do I need to make? You know, for, I feel like for so many years I've identified, you know, I identified myself as the 109 you pull it guy for so long and uh, I've been identified as the guy that lost his son for so long and, you know. You used to be it, identified as the guy with the flat top. Yep. And now I've got longer hair because I can let it grow out now that I don't have the, uh, the opportunity to pull it as much as I w- would have in the past. So I can have a little bit longer hair. I had to keep it short for many years to make sure I didn't remove it from my scalp. But uh, Alice trying to figure out who she was has really, really sparked my intrigue today. And uh, All right. Well, I'm hoping we can help out as the Song of Solomon has some real wisdom for us in that area, and we're going to get to that. But we need your calls, 866-348-7884. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Alice at last. The place is real. So are you, and so is the hatter. And the Jabberwocky. Remember, the vocal sword knows what it wants. All you have to do is hold on to it. Let the time go by. I 
street where you live for 2023. So I should tell you that there you have Disney's Alice in Wonderland. That's the version from 2010. And it has Mia, I think it's Wyakowska. She was amazing, as is Alan Rickman, as Absalom. The Caterpillar, who, by the way, it's, it's very significant that he becomes a butterfly as Alice becomes, right? Like, I don't know if you've thought about that, but obviously Lewis Carroll, who wrote Alice in Wonderland, and put all these things together into this marvelous story. And then you have My Fair Lady, which, you know, when I was a child, we watched that. And I, and I love, love, love that song because I've thought about On the Street Where You Live, I don't know how many times in my life. And this one is at the Lincoln Center Theater production of On the Street Where You Lived. It was performed by Jordan Donica. And I just thought it was outstanding um, as he did it. This is a newer version than the one from the original movie. But So how about you? When did you realize that Jesus was so smitten that he wanted to be on the street where you live? 866-348-7884. And so as you go through the Song of Solomon, you can see that the Shulamite woman, is the, the bride of Christ, is beginning to find out who she is. She begins to feel like that she is actually the Shulamite. She isn't the Shulamite at the beginning. You don't get to be the Shulamite until you get to about the fifth chapter. <laughs> of the, it was actually the sixth chapter before she gets called the Shulamite. But at the beginning, she says, I'm dark and comely, O ye daughters of Jerusalem, as the tents of Gadar, as the curtains of Solomon. Don't look at me because I'm black. And that has to do with being dark with sin. And, and, and how do you feel? Like you don't feel like nearly Alice. And that's, that's the point that she's making. But then the interesting thing is our story is a love story set in the middle of a great battle, as John Eldridge points out in so many different ways. And that's why the Jacker, Jabberwocky is such a critical aspect of the story. The depth of this is, is bewildering me. Yeah. I'd only knew Alice in Wonderland as the little story, you know. Right. And I didn't know the depths of the, uh, you know, everything going on. But God rigged the world so that there was a Jabberwocky so that we would have to learn how to use a varpal sword, which, by the way, is the word of God, as my handy uh, (laughs) producer pointed out, is Jesus. But Jesus is the word of God, too, and it knows what it wants, okay? It does. And what it wants, actually, is you to become Alice at last. And so in the last two verses, and I went on this journey, um, and, and there's things in the Song of Solomon that points to the Jabberwocky in so many different ways. When he describes her neck, he says, your neck is as the Tower of David built as an armory on it, hang a thousand shields, all bucklers of mighty men. And you, there are several references to experts trained in war, valiant men of Israel, right? And, and all these references have to do with taking on the Jabberwocky, their sword, their sword on their thigh for the terrors of the night. All those are from the Song of Solomon, the sword on their thigh for the terrors of the night. Let that sink in a bit. Again, he's trying to give you an idea what's going on in Wonderland. Obviously, Lewis Carroll understood these things clearly. Okay, but when you get to the last two verses, to me, here we get to see Alice at last. Okay, and what did she now understand that she didn't understand at the beginning of the book? 
which I don't want to rob anybody the joy of, of reading through and spending time in the Song of Solomon. It's the only way that you really get all this, but I want to give you at least the Reader's Digest version of what I've spent since last May going verse by verse and memorizing it and, and really just coming to it. So in the last two verses, the last one is the, what the bridegroom, this is what Jesus' last words are to the bride in the eighth chapter of the Song of Solomon. It says, you who dwell in the gardens, okay? So what is that telling you? That she is now abiding, right? If she's dwelling in the gardens, she's now abiding. This is what Adam and Eve got kicked out of, by the way. <laughs> you who dwell in the gardens, right? Whose friends, whose companions hearken to your voice. So now she has a voice with her companions that she didn't have before. And then it says, cause me to hear it. What's the last thing Jesus tells you? I want to hear from you. Ask. Hold on to that sword. You know, I need to hear from you. I want to hear it's prayer, okay? That's the last thing that Jesus says in this book. But what's the last thing that she says? She says, make haste. In other words, come on, let's go. And what does she say? Be like a roe or a young heart. Again, getting back to the idea of on the street, I want you to be back to that place where you were totally smitten, okay? That rower, that young heart is, is speaking to an unbelievable desire of awakened young love, okay? Awaken, be like that rower, that young heart on the mountain, right? And that's where you're going. If, you, if you're that in love, you're going to the mountaintop, I'm just telling you, of spices. And that spices word, I could spend the rest of the show just talking about what's in that word, Okay. But I'll again just give you the Reader's Digest version. Essentially, is saying the, the the end of it says it's Basham in Hebrew, and the end of that that Shem it means name, okay? <laughs> and that means the house of names. Now, heaven to an extent, I don't know if you ever looked at it in the Book of Revelation. It has a bunch of names. There are names on the on the on the foundations. There's names on the gates. There's, there's names throughout because it is the house of names because it is the house of identity. And once Alice is Alice at last, when you're in heaven, you're going to be who you were meant to be, right? And the idea of spices has to do with when something is, is, is you add spice to it, you bring out unbelievable flavors that were always there, right? The, the flavor was in there, but the spices enhance it to make it spectacular, Okay, and so the idea of that, which by the way, Bashem, it's very much connected to the idea of shalom itself or peace or the idea of Solomon. Those words all have the same letters in them, as does the word heaven itself, which Shemaim. It also has those letters of the shin and the bem. You put those together, you get heaven in so many different ways. So what is he asking? What is she asking? Be like that rope, be, be that lover, that unbelievable lover on the street where I live who wants me to be Alice at last. Like, oh my goodness. So we have a caller. I'm very excited about it. We have, looks like Minnie is a vision. Oh, wow, about her marriage with Christ. I'm excited about that. So stay with us, Minnie. We're going to take that when we come back in your call, 866-348-788. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Alice at last. The place is real. So are you and so is the hatter. And the Jabberwocky. Remember, the Vorpal Sword knows what it wants. All you have to do is hold on to it. 
Christian Car Guy show for 2023. Yes, I know he's on the street where you live, and I'm so excited that I have many in Ohio who has experienced something along these lines. I'm very anxious to hear it. Minnie, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. Um, years ago, um, I went to a meeting um, in Rockwall, Texas, and a bunch of people were coming together for a picnic, and it was a real... Um, um, it was a real anointed meeting. It was from a lot of the leaders from that church and people that came in, and they're friends of Benny Hens and different things like that. So I, w- I wore a wet white dress. I had gotten one when I came oh. back to Ohio, and I went back to Texas, and I, I knew I wanted to get a white dress. And, they, and the lady prayed over me, and she said, you're not wearing white by accident. You're wearing white because you're the bride. And she said, you shall be called married, married to me. And the Lord and uh, my pastor earlier had said, "You shall be called a handmaiden of the Lord." So I never dream, I never dream. And I woke up with a dream a few months ago, about two months ago, and it was a Lord. Uh, it was Christ wearing a white tunic, and I was wearing a puffy white wedding dress. And I never wear it something like that. But um, he, we got married on the beach, and he was kissing my whole face, and he had a glimmer in his eye, the twinkles in his eye, and he was laughing, and he picked me up, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I'm going to to draw that picture, and I'm going to put under it, I am my beloved, and my beloved is mine. So I've been divorced for 34 years, so it's like he wants me to be content with where I'm at. Uh, So, wow, wow, wow. I I can't help but point out a number of things, okay? I I have said for years and years— in fact, I've done probably six shows on it that say yes to the dress. <laughs> it's one of my favorite songs, too, by the way, is, is, is Christian. I can't think of his last name. He did it. It's called Say Yes to the Dress. It's just spectacular. And, and guys, I know you may think you want to pull my man card, but I'm just telling you that that wedding dress he's, he's dressing you in is a big, 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 big deal. And so I just think that's spectacular that you wore that. And then the other thing, if we were actually talking on the break, you know, my producer, and we were discussing the subject matter, and I talked about how important it was that, that Alice thought that Wonderland was a dream, but it actually was more real than her life. I don't know if you noticed that. And she said, oh, this is real. And so it's fascinating to me that then you would call in with this dream. (laughs) (laughs) And I would say that knowing Jesus as I know him, his laugh is phenomenal. And and what you described, you know, speaks to to that. And and then I don't, if, if you've ever want, since you mentioned that verse, right? My beloved is mine and I am his. He grazes among the lilies. There's a graduation of that verse. Mm-hmm. So in the, I think it must be the second chapter, she says, my beloved is mine and I am his, he grazes among the lilies. At this point in time, it's all about her. <laughs> and then when you get to the sixth chapter, she says, 
I am my beloved and my beloved is mine. He grazes among the lilies. She's now graduated to it's about him. But what's really cool is if you go to the seventh chapter, it even graduates further and she goes, I am my beloved. I am my beloved's and his desire is for me. And so what you described as I was thinking about it, as he was kissing all over your face, which I know he does that, that that's exactly the picture. And, and that's the graduation of us understanding Alice at last, right? Is that, is that we are our beloveds and his desire is for us. It's not about us. <laughs> Isn't that cool? That is awesome. I, I, I am so grateful for your call, Minnie. What, what station do you listen to on in Ohio? Truth, Truth Network. Oh, do you know the call letters? Like, is it W? Uh, WTG, WTGN. All right. No, I'm, it's uh, 106.5. 106.5. Well, I am so grateful for your call. Yeah, that took courage this morning to call in. And, and I, I'm going to think about your call all day long. I can't tell you what it means to me. I can't wait to draw the picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have an email. It's at christiancarguy.com. And so, you know, it would make my heart go pitter-pat when you get that picture done. If you would email it to me and I will post it at my website, I promise, for and make reference to this um, New Year's Eve bash that we were doing today. And so, wow, thank you. Well, I hope you'll do that. Mm, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Have a great new year. That's pretty wow. fun, Mama. That shoe fit, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, do you remember how it, I, I'm trying to pin Bob down? Okay. We're going to see if we can do it. Oh, Lord. So, Bob, do you remember? Right? Because I, I, to me, it's a critical aspect of remembering when love was first awakened in your heart. And you realize that, wow, wow. Like, you know, you got to go back to that little boy, Bob. You know, it's not little boy, but adolescent Bob, Right. Because that I, it was it, it was, was probably I had two older brothers. You have to remember. <laughs> and so, um, but, but see, my your heart interest, my interests and stuff were were peaked at an earlier age than some people. And uh, the event that comes to my mind when I realized that I was pretty um, interested smitten. in someone, smitten, four uh, H camp. First time I went. Um, we went for a week to Betsy Jeff PM 4-H camp near Reedsville, and and uh, it was just a it was a whole lot of new experiences for me. But there was this one young lady I can't tell you her name. Uh, I can't remember where she was from, but you know people from different counties. I mean, all through the state would go to this place. And there'd be two or three different counties at the same camp for the same week, depending on the size of their 4-H program. But um, this one young lady, I, I was just, I could hardly focus on the other things <laughs> all during the week. And, and we had uh, some dancing in the evenings, and, and I just thought she was the greatest dancer ever. And, and all week long, I was just, you know. I get it. I get it. Yeah. And and, uh, and, and the last day, you know, when everybody's getting ready to leave and get on the buses, I was trying to get up my nerve to go give her a big hug or a big kiss or something silly on my mind. And 
I was just kind of shy and <laughs> hard to believe me shy, but yeah, about girls I I I was, and and I I waved and I just kicked myself for so long for not going and you know expressing you expressing my feelings and but it was what it was, and for a ten year old that was a. Uh, I don't know. Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> Shazam. And so to me, you know, as, as you're thinking about your moment, and I hope you are, right, whatever that was, you know, our heart's been ripped to shreds probably since then, you know, because loving like that, when you're just like wholeheartedly fallen in love, man, it's a risky it's a risky proposition. And, and chances are you've been hurt bad. As a result of of taking that risk, okay, well, just picture for a minute that God is the riskiest of risker takers, man. I mean, he 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 risked all that in in loving you like like what we're talking about right here. But it's 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 so it's it's hard for some of us, including me, to go back to that young Robbie, which my name was actually Bruce back then. Um, it's hard for me to go back with young Bruce and, and 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 get in touch with that feeling because it's been hurt so horribly over the years, you know, by betrayal, which speaks again the good old Jabberwocky, right? <laughs> However, you know, it would be through the love of of Christ that you know you get, you get that back as you begin to understand you know, that he wants you to get back in touch with that and risk that again, because that is the idea. You see, I set off on my journey for the word a year for 2022 to understand the idea of a statue. And I needed to understand the letter het. But see that on the street where you live love that you had when you were just out of your mind, you know, with love, that's God's love for you. It really, really is. And the idea, it says, it was no accident that it says a young row. It doesn't just say a row, because that young row is a critical aspect of that, you know, like, ready to the fool rushes in where strangers filled her, you know, there you go. So, but anyway, we got more. We need your phone call. We need your story. I mean, call us 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Alice, at last. The place is real. So are you and so is the hatter. And the Jabberwocky. Remember, the vorpal sword knows what it wants. All you have to do is hold on to it. On the street where you live for 2023, how fun is this? This New Year's Eve extravaganza, and you know, it just won't be the same unless you call in and share your story. So we would love to hear it, 866-348-7884. And speaking of spectacular stories, we have my good friend Ann Alt, who is in North Carolina. And Ann, I have to tell you that as I was listening to um, Christian Carguy Theater last week at Christmas Corolla, uh-huh. um, 
I, I just wept, actually. <laughs> like, Me too. How, how did God pull that off? I mean, it was, <laughs> you know, it was years ago now, uh, you know, that we did that. And what, what, what an extravaganza it was. <laughs> And I am just so grateful for, you know, the journey that we've been on, right? Oh and, and the Jabberwocky has, has troubled us a time or two, so it's a good thing we had a hold of the marble sword. <laughs> Amazing we survived. <laughs> oh, this is this whole program, both of you guys, but uh, Robbie, it's just uh, what a way to end the year and begin a new year. It, 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 the Bride of Christ. And it, it stirs up so much in me, you know. I mean, I've got, I've got a page and a half of notes, but you know, many stories uh, and everything too. Uh, just in what you and Bob are talking about, just amazing, just beyond amazing, and so inspiring. Uh, but I, I will quickly just share when I in 1977, 78, when I moved from New York City to LA and showbiz stuff and all that. And I had a dream about a, a bride, uh, or, you know, she was in a, a hall, and it was obviously a wedding, and people were going in and out, and I, I had had a dream, uh, you know, and, I, and, and it was about, you know, being the bride, uh, and I said, Lord, what are you telling me in this? Am I part of the bride of Christ? And do I have an invitation? You know, because there, there was an invitation that floated by me in the dream. And I and I went to Israel for the first time in 1977, 78. You know, and I was on a pl- uh, pl- the plane coming back from Israel, amazing high in the sky in terms of Israel. And um, I, 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 somebody said, "You've got to talk with this guy." And we were talking and just about the Lord, and and he had flown to Israel because the Lord told him to, and blah blah. But the point is. Um, you know, I, I was, as he was leaving and we weren't even talking about that. He said, by the way, the bride doesn't need a wedding invitation. And it just hit me in the heart, you know, that God answered my prayer out of the blue, literally, that I didn't need, I was part of the bride of Christ. And, um, you know, (laughs) the bride didn't need a wedding invitation and all that. It just, it was, it helped me. <laughs> I've always, to, I've always, yeah, yeah. I loved that, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that it, it's such an important thing to understand. Yeah. It, it was just, it was so, and through all the ups and downs since then, you know, knowing that I am, I mean, I'm, the Lord would take the trouble of a guy telling me on a plane, I was part of the bride of Christ. I, I am the bride. I am part of the bride. And and the, this shows meant so much to me that way, just affirming, especially when you go through times where you don't feel like the bride or you feel, in, you know, you're, the circumstances have been crazy this past year. So this, this whole program has so ministered to me, and I'm sure to so many others, you know, but for somebody to say to me, you know, you are part of the bride. Oh, Up in the wow. air. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for calling. I've got two or three more, thank goodness. And but Anne, I'm looking forward to twenty twenty three with you guys. I am Amen. hard at work on the next script for Pilgrim's Progress, which everybody's anxious for, but especially me. And <laughs> and we're gonna be on it. So thank you for calling, my friend. It's gonna be a great year. God bless. Happy New Year, Robbie. Happy thank New Year. You. Okay, bye bye. All right, and then uh, we have Sarah Linda is calling from Port Orchard, Washington, and then we got Keith too. So we got to get a lot done in a short period of time. But Sarah Linda, 
What you got for us? Yes. Yes, I got a song. This is when I fully gave my I fully gave up both fears after I'd had that stroke. Uh, when I uh, when I've uh, long ago, uh, and uh, this was the when I gave up all my fears. That's when. Uh, well, I'll give you the song. Okay. Oh, okay, do it. Yeah, please. Gazing through the window, I saw him. Yes, on the street where I live, my best best friend forever, I knew him. Oh, to me, all his love he did give. I said fully yes to the cover he offered me from above. I took off my fears to discover the depths of his glorious love. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you. When did you write that? I just now wrote it, but... uh, and he wrote the music and everything? That is yeah, so cool. That's what I do. <laughs> you do it well, my love. I, 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 yeah, I, I cannot tell for the listeners how how remarkable Sarah Linda is and to overcome you know, the, the, her speech struggles in the youth by learning how to write poems and sing. It's just a spectacular <laughs> thing to hear. And I'm so grateful that I got to hear from you right here at the end of the year. I got one more call to get to, Sarah Linda, but thank you, thank you, thank you. You blessed us all so much. God bless. God bless you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, I have one more question. Is your radio station, is KCIS coming back on in Washington? Yes, and it is right here. I heard you. Oh, good, 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 good. I'm so glad. (laughs) I'm so glad. We've been working on that. Thank you so much, Sarah Linda. Okay, we got Keith is in High Point. Keith. We just dropped you accidentally, so we're hoping you'll call right back, Keith, which happens sometimes because, you know, it's easy to do. You have no idea how many times I've done that, Christian, so don't feel bad. I was hoping to hear Keith. Um, but, man, that Sarah Linda story. Ah, and she's off the top of the head there. Right. And and she can often do it. So we got Keith back. And, Keith, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. If you put him on hold, then I can then we can pick him up. There he goes. So you got to put them on hold, right? Okay. There we go. Keith, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning to you. I just want to tell both you fellows, you know, Happy New Year to you. It's a little early yet, but I look forward to listening to y'all next year also. <laughs> <laughs> We'd look forward to having you back on too, Keith. Well, I look forward to it in, you know, uh, in our, our quilt of life, you know, our lives are like a quilt. They are. Yeah, you know, y'all are part of the quilt. And and part of the spices, right? You know, yeah. when you think about that, yeah. I, it, 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 it fits with the same thing. That, man, yeah. I, I was thinking about how different are all the people in my life, right? I've got yes. people that are in my special needs Sunday school class that are autistic but to know them is just unbelievable. And then I've got other people that think way deeper than I do uh, that just blow my mind. And so what a wonderful spice, what a wonderful quilt, as you say, Keith, that we live in. Like, man. And so we get to go to the mountain of identities, Bob. I like the quilt analogy because, you know, there's uh, the patches of a quilt. Some of them are tattered and some of them are a, a lot more perfect. And, and, uh, my life has many different patterns.
patches. <laughs> my, my quilt is uh, diverse, to say the least. I think it, it, that would be well said for all of us. Thank you so much, Keith. Happy New Year to you, happy my friend, and Happy New Year to those of you listening. I can't tell you, Thank you how much we appreciate it, don't we, Bob? Because, I mean, over the years, all the wonderful calls, especially this year, as I, my year has been in delight mode, and I've been delighting all the way through this. And so this show, to end it, was definitely a delight for me. This is the Truth Network.